Hi, my name is Jason Adriani, and welcome to the Blade in Chats, your skating chat based. In this podcast, we are talking with bladers and bladies from all over the world, united by a single passion, blading. Episode 34, Ivan Naris. Let's wait for Ivan to be connected. Yo! Good, good afternoon. Good to see you, good to see you. Hi. And how are you? I'm good. Good. I was just uh, watching the Palas Perdidas New York thing. So. Man, I haven't seen it yet because right after that I finished uh, with Patrick, I started to cook and stuff like that. Then I watched the news at the telly. But yeah, right after this one, I'm going to watch it. Is that cool? Yeah, I mean, I was only halfway, so then I saw, so I'm, I'm going to have to watch it again. Ah. But yeah, it was cool Great. so far. Where are you at right now? In uh, San Francisco? I live in Berkeley, so it's like... It's like on the other side of San Francisco, just just north of Oakland. Okay, okay. So probably so like, fifteen kilometers away from San Francisco. Or ah, okay. So like pretty where like um, bees lives or not? Who? Bees, Kevin Thompson. Oh no, he lives in Concord, I think. So, um, ah. not really that close. He's more he's he's more on the way to where my mom lives. Okay. Or where I grew up kind of like in Enyok, in Brentwood and stuff like that. And that's, it's more like east, I guess. And, and San Francisco is kind of like on the peninsula. And then the other side of the bridge is Oakland. Okay. And Berkeley. So it's like, so I'm just, just right there. So like, uh, he lives pretty close where uh, you, I was watching a couple of videos earlier and I saw the video of uh, Victor Arias Pro Skate, which is amazing. I do love it. And like where, Eva, where Victor says, Ivan lived there, like, uh, and I was living three, four houses back there and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's where I grew up with my, with my family, we, which they still live there. Victor doesn't live there anymore, but, but my parents still do. Yeah. And so I was actually just there for like almost a month. So that was, that was pretty nice. And a lot of time with my family. It's good. Like, did you guys, like, I always wonder because I see you guys uh, skating together since the very first video that I saw you guys skating together. I wouldn't say together, but like you guys were and in the same videos was uh, probably untitled, I would say. Is that right? Yeah. Well, no. Because Justin Lomax used to make videos when we were younger. And so he would have things like, it was probably Northern Exposure, which was a VHS video, of course. Okay. And then maybe not that popular. A reasonably popular within California, but, you know, Italy's a long way, of course. So a lot of things probably weren't seen. So Justin was probably the first one that, that put us in stuff together, which was like that. And then what else did he make? I guess he made the Solomon video, but the Solomon video was probably after Untitled. Okay. And like, so you and Vic, like, basically grew up together skating, right? Yeah, I, I've known them for a long time, for sure. Like, <laughs> maybe since I was 10 or something. We grew up skating together, and then kind of like everyone stopped skating. And then it was kind of just like me and Victor skating. 
and eventually we met Vinny. And then, but Vinny was, was much old. I mean, he's not much older, but at the time, you know, when we were like 12 and Vinny was like 16 or something, it was, it was like a big difference. So we didn't really hang out with them until like a little bit. We were like 13 or 14 or 15. Or, and like, so. how was it like growing up skating with, with the people like Vinny or like Eric Garcia and all of those legends from, from NorCal? I mean, it was, it was great. Nice. I mean, that's definitely Vinny was was the first guy that we would have met that was like like that really. and I mean definitely helped he helped us a lot because he, he hooked us up with Solomon of course and they used to give us they used to give us like three pairs of skates like every three months dude it was crazy damn <laughs> we used to like sell them and so like well what the hell I can't get many skates you know <laughs> it was, it was so so that was, but that was obviously different times, you know, but Vinny was, definitely, was definitely like the one who probably helped us the most. Great, great. And, and I was like wondering to ask you, like, you're from Mexico, don't you? Yeah, I was, like, I was from Mexico, but I was, I was raised in California because I moved here when I was probably like four. Mm -hmm. So most of the things that I know are from California, of course, but I do go to Mexico like every year. No, great. Because I, I was like, I've, I was saying earlier, like, I've, I've seen this documentary called uh, Living Undocumented on Netflix. And it talks about like all of this law made by the, the Trump government about like the immigration system and all that. And I personally, I mean, like, I don't know anything like the only thing that I know about like the, the American politics is what I've uh, learned from newspaper or from like the television here in Italy and stuff like that. But yeah. it seems to me something like really understandable. Like they are literally like in, in a way hunting people to bring them back to their country or like they're pushing, like dividing mothers and kids. And, uh, and I mean, like it's something really that I don't really comprehend. And, uh, and I was wanting to ask you, like, which are your thoughts about it? And if it is like know. still a thing. Obviously it's awful for sure, but it's, it's hard for me because I don't, I don't ever really see it. You know, you just, you read a lot about it and I guess I'm kind of like you, even though I'm in California, but I don't, I don't really see it that much other than just what I'm able to read. So I don't know, to be honest, but I could imagine it's, it's pretty, pretty awful. For sure. Mm, true. But like you as a Mexican, are you able to, um, because I'm half Filipino, like my mom um, with me and my brothers, like sometimes she's trying to um, teach us all of those things from the Philippines. So like the way of uh, being respectful with your relatives and stuff like that. Are you still able to um, uh, get, uh, I can explain, like um, uh, use those Mexican uh, um not things to do, but like, uh, uh, I don't know if you, if you know what I mean, kind of hard to explain it, but like, like kind of like taking the culture, like the exactly, system. exactly. Like I mean, I, I mean that I go to Mexico all the time, which is because I love it. I mean, I, I, I like Mexico more than I like here, but like realistically, there's not as much opportunity there's not as much work. I haven't, I haven't like had my whole life there. So realistically, I'm not going to go there, you know? I mean, I'm not going to move there to work because it's a little crazy, but, but I, I love it there for sure. Man, it looks like the, such an amazing place. I was watching earlier Hermanos and uh, it looks super cool, right? Yeah, I mean, 
it's best. <laughs> and um, I always wanted to ask you, like, um, about uh, like you have like an evolution, uh, video-wise, pretty, pretty cool. Like from from the hyphy days till like the the last um, video that, that you have dropped of David Seismore filming entirely as Hermanos on film. Like, um, for example, how did you get involved into the HiFi project and like, which was your evolution on, on like all of the video, video project that you've done? I mean, obviously I, I started HiFi with, I started, or me, I guess me and Vinny started HiFi's because I was pretty much just filming Vinny all the time. Like for, for whatever it was before HiFi's, you know, whether it was like, I don't know, like all of Joe Navron stuff and, and after just i guess justin would have been originally the one filming Vinny and like let's say amateur and things like that because i was probably extremely young but then as we got a little older for like second regime and and all of the other stuff that Vinny had made then i was helping film a lot of it and then eventually we we're just like well we might as well just make our own video because at that point Vinny was already like pro for solomon and people were down and at that time people were just you people were making footage that was like you know, all you had to do was like ask a bunch of people and then and then you just like edited a video together and you filmed like 15% of it, 20% of it, 30% of it, you know, so that you, you didn't even really have to film anything, all of it. Not that you do now, but you know, most people do now. So it's like, so sure. with the high fees with like, let's say high fees. Oh, we got like, some connection problem with Ivan. Let's see if he's able to. I, I lost you a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I got a phone call. So... Uh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so then we made High Feet One, I guess. But that video, I mean, the skating was great, but it was awful for sure. <laughs> but I mean, like, it was like, I mean, the, the idea was pretty cool, you know, to, like, to have like all of those incredible names sharing together parts and stuff like that yeah yeah then i mean then eventually we like let's say the hyphy two to hyphy three then we started filming everything ourselves because people would just come and stay for you know however long they wanted like like jeff would stay jeff howard or morsiglio or austin or i don't know i guess whoever was in it aragon just all those kinds of guys would just come and stay and vinnie lived his uh vinnie lived in his mom's garage for a long time like, but the garage was like turned into a huge room. So we'd always like, we'd always hang out there and tons of people would just stay there for, for weeks. And wow, and then, it was, it was great, you know. And I also heard that like, you're a really good host, right? A good what? A good host. Like people like are coming to, to your house and stuff like that. I heard like, a... yeah, but I mean, I'm a nice guy, you know, but <laughs> I spent a lot of time at other people's houses. So, you know, I, I've, when people come to my house and do things that aren't aren't that great, you know, I like notice it so that I make sure that I don't do it like that, you know. True, and makes sense. And like also pay back the eternal debt of constantly sleeping at people's houses for, you know, five and six my life or something. <laughs> Definitely. And like, um, how did you get like? I was always wonder also to ask you like, um, for the IMYTA in San Jose, which is like pretty close, I believe. From where are you living, right? Yeah, yeah, that like, was that was, which was well, at least it was after. Yeah, the final four was in Enioc because I think we got kicked out of 
you know, I, I drove to the IMYTA when I was, maybe I was 13 or 14 or something. I did, obviously didn't have a license, but my parents used to let me drive and they used to let me like go to, go to the skate park, you know, which was like five minutes away. But I went to San Jose, which was like, I don't know, like an hour and a half away at the time. <laughs> and obviously I got lost because there was no, uh, I got lost on the way to the second spot because it was like 50 cars, like back to back to back. They're like, okay, the next spot is over here. And you're like, well, what the hell? Like, I don't, <laughs> you know, and then I end up in San Francisco. Like a third no way. Anyways, back, back to your question. You were saying what? I don't know, like, how was those I am right there? Like, what was, like, the, the feeling of being like, at those final four and, and all that? It was, I, the only feeling, I don't remember any of the San Jose ones, but I do remember, I remember the, the San Francisco because I was there. No way, really? So that was really, like, the, the first one that was, like, well, what the fuck is this? Like, because, <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't sure. And so I, th I think it was, it wasn't like a public, maybe it was, if you were like part of the crew or whatever, but I was, I was really young. So that was the first time just seeing it in public and seeing that many people was like, was really, really incredible. Like wow. I remember seeing Moro with some like gray K he had like silver K2s and I was like, damn, how'd he get those? Those are sick. What the hell, you know? Like, was, and now that, that was really like the, the main one that I remember San Francisco one, because it was like, it left Damn. Me, I guess. The very first one, I bet, dude. <laughs> like, the very first one that I've been was like the, in Amsterdam in 2004 or something like that. But dude, I would like, I mean, yeah. too bad like I'm living here in Italy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't go to the Amsterdam one though, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so like, after I feel like you've done like a lot of incredible videos, such as like the, all of those uh, Shred Till Your Dead uh, one and two. Um, like I was like always wanted to ask you like if there will be like a chance to have like a Shred Till Your Dead three because the concept is pretty, it's pretty amazing, man. I do like it. And you got call call Eric and get him to come skate. <laughs> I, it, I would say it's unlikely. Well, it's possible, but it would be hard to have the same crew. You know, of course. Mm. And it's, it's a little, it's different times, you know, it's, it's harder. Like that was like, you know, you're camping every single day, skating every single day, which obviously does, it sounds, it sounds like I'm complaining, which I'm not, but like, it's really tiring, you know, to like sleep on the floor and skate, mm -hmm. sleep and, and then like, and then you drink obviously a lot. And then it's like, you're doing that every day. It's like, if you're not 25, if you if now you're 35, <laughs> But you know, you get hotels or something. <laughs> it's a little, a little different now. It's tough As one. You get older, it's a little more tiring. Mm. Uh, there's like a question from Jeremy Spira. He says, where's the Colorado road trip film? On my computer. <laughs> Just like uh, Volo 6. What happened to Volo 6? Because I heard people watch it. My brother, Gabriel, watched it probably. I don't know if he was at the Blading Cup or the Winter Clash somewhere. Gabriel told me that he watched it. Yeah, I mean, so essentially it was it was pretty much done, or it was done, but then in because we've always done like you know Vol Four and Vol Five through uh, iTunes slash whatever it was that like you know Amazon Music or Amazon just any sort of like you know those those kinds of platforms where you can upload your projects and sell them, but 
but but essentially they're they're more easily accessible. I can watch them or buy them or they, you know, which, which is great because easier to find and it's available to anyone. And not that self is not, but the platform is much bigger, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the same plan to do it with this. And then we kind of lost some of the, some of the licensing for the music didn't go through essentially. And so it was kind of just had to rework a bunch of it, which was, it just took me a really long time, you know, because, because I, because I had probably spent two months straight on, on it, you know, working on it on the computer. And then like three months later, four months later, it was like, we got to do all this shit again. And like, Damn. I was like, not that we had to go skate again, but you know, it was kind of just, I guess lack of motivation for a while was really the, the major thing. But the past, let's say month or something, was kind of reworking some of the licensing and, and getting other people involved. And, and so it's, I would say that it's pretty much done, but that's also what I've said for like three, four months, but it's pretty much done. <laughs> so, so maybe one day we're going to, we're going yeah. to able to buy it. Yeah, of course. You're going awesome. to be able to, maybe I'll put it online for free. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, no. ideally the, the plan is to, to try and just put it on, bigger platforms, you know, where, where people can watch it for free because, but, but, but you can watch it legally for free, right. Without like stealing Bob Dylan's music or something. Right. Because that's, that's always seems to be the issue that, that anytime you upload something with someone else's work involved, that it, that then they also have like, they have, uh, like the, the control of the project kind of like, if you upload a, a thing to YouTube, with someone else's song and it's like, oh, we muted in some countries or like now the advertising goes to this guy or, or whatever. So, right. So it's like, true, which is always kind of, which, which half the time doesn't matter, but, but you can't put things on, you know, iTunes or Hulu or I don't know, whatever Amazon stream or anything like that without having legitimate licensing in, in all of the project and every like permission from everyone, essentially. True. True. Skater. But the skaters aren't going to sue you, you know, but you never know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never know. But and, um, like, are you able to work like every Like, uh, what are you doing for, for a living? I, I do believe that you're doing videos, but like. Uh... Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I do. I do video based work as well. I work in like, um, I guess half of my work is probably in like advertising and stuff. Like just like web. I work for this company that's called Square a lot and they do like. In here in America, they do a lot of mobile transactions and it's like, it's like if people want to have their own credit card readers and you sell it, you, you like, we used it at the Blading Cup to sell it models, right? And so you use it to sell your own stuff to people. It's, it's like, it's like a credit card, store, whatever it is. So, but, but it's great because it gives a lot of people access to sell shit that, that before. Yeah. And so you can use credit. So it's, it's a lot of companies like that. And, and then we also do, I work with a reasonable amount with Sylvan who, who does all the film stuff in Toronto. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we'll, we'll do a reasonable amount of, a reasonable amount of music videos all on, all on film as well. And those are, those are, those are great because we always have a lot of control and they're always really fun and we get to go to cool places. The, the advertising stuff is, 
is kind of just like it's it's fun to work on sometimes but you know you're kind of just doing your job sometimes and you're doing the good job and there's no control but you sometimes you don't need control for for something that you're not like emotionally attached to you know true true definitely so talking about like film project like uh, the latest video of of david it's something else i mean like suited entirely in film uh i mean like how man like how did you guys like uh how you guys were able to to film the whole thing on film like uh what there, there was like a a warm-up thing like david like did david like miss any trick or did it make all of them first try did you nah. spend a lot of money to develop and converting the, the film um i mean we kind of just first at, at first we were talking because we had talked about it for a long time me and david that is and then and then finally he had and he so he works in in film as well and so he's he's pretty busy too so it's like finally we set set a time i was like i was i was in toronto which is in canada and i was there for let's say like two months I think. and and i was like okay i have two weeks in toronto a break and then he had two weeks so then from toronto I went to uh, Copenhagen, which is great because it flies direct. Oh, really? Uh, went to Copenhagen, hung out for two weeks. And at first he was like, well, maybe we can film everything, you know, on the HVX2 and then on the, like, film two angles every time. I was like, you're crazy, man. We're not doing that. <laughs> I was like, they're, they're like, especially because over there, there's no there's no cars. So, I mean, it's it's the opposite of driving. You know, in, in, in L.A., you're driving an hour to skate every spot an hour spot, 30 minutes spot, 45 minutes spot. But over there, you're like riding a bike. It's, it's incredible. It's, it's the best. Riding a bike really slowly to your next spot. Like, it, was, it was definitely one of the best times I've had in, in a while, like skating every day. And just you wake up, you warm up by riding a bike to, to wherever it is, you know, have a coffee and then you skate. It's, it's so yeah. good. That's amazing. And, and I mean, definitely, there are definitely things that were, you know, faster, obviously not first try. Some, some stuff was first try, second try. Some stuff took, you know, almost a whole roll. And that's just kind of like, that's the nature of it. I'm not like, I don't expect to, to, to have, have them do a first try every time, you know, so it's fine. It's, and it's, and because we have, because I was able to go back and do all the film in Toronto, essentially, because when we were done with it, I went straight straight to Toronto, and then we processed it all and scanned it all. And because we all did it ourselves, the, the cost of that was was low. Oh, okay. Low. So then, really, all I paid for the co- was the cost of the film, which was I don't know, maybe a thousand bucks or something. So it, it wasn't insane, I would say. Like, because I, I bought like uh, here in Europe, like there apparently there's only one uh, laboratory was able to develop roles in Amsterdam, I guess, or like in Holland probably. And I bought from them like uh, three roles and like it cost me within like the, the conversion and the digitalizing and all that, like 120 per role. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was wondering, uh, man. Pretty normal, I would say for sure. Oh, it's almost like a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks a minute, 75, I don't know. It definitely is really expensive unless like, you have a lot of access and you have a lot of friends and you are able to do a lot of the things through and with your friends, then, then, yeah, then you're kind of just, uh, or, or you're really wealthy. <laughs> just like filming a role of super eight or two roles of super eight. And maybe that's it because, you know, filming 
12 rolls of, of 16 millimeter is, is a lot for, especially for skating that, that obviously doesn't make any money, but you know, or, or not, not for people like me, you know, but that wasn't I, really. The- it's crazy because for me, it always bothers me. The fact that like, uh, I do would love to see like people like you or Dom West or like, you know, or Carsten from, from the, and Benjamin from the Cayenne crew. Like you guys, in my opinion, should like earn, I don't know, millions because of all of those amazing projects that you guys are doing all the time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, you're the, the, the benefit of it all is that, you know, with all of these projects that you create on your own time, you're like people that that aren't involved in the things that we're doing kind of kind of still will see it through your own network and then people are like oh you know Hermanos is really cool like you know pe- people that, that don't skate at all and so pe- people that i work with in in like the the regular world or the advertising world or, or whatever it is so you regardless of if you get paid or not like you get a lot of respect for it you know and and because you get a lot of respect for it then in theory you can make more money because people Think True. they're like i want you to make something like kind of like looks like this that like you make skating for this other thing of like you know shoes or whatever it is right and, and those guys do have money so at that point i'll, I'll take their money for sure <laughs> definitely i don't i don't want to take i don't want to take a ton of john julio's money you know because sure like, he and he helped me with the flight which is great because that, that helped a lot for sure but i'm not going to be like hey john you owe me five grand for millions because i want you know because we're, we're just there to do it and 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 it's fun you know and, and to me it's worth more than money obviously so like there's there's no price on it definitely so like talking talking about uh about john like uh what was the feeling for you like being involved in uh battle three was your very first um video that you have done with john or battle two battle four, ball four. really because the, I think I was, I was helping Victor film a lot in Volo Bo- 3, essentially. Because John, so at that time, John lived in San Jose, which was about 45 minutes here. And obviously, I lived close to Victor. And so I was skating with Victor all the time. And I, I, had, I was skating Volos since, since they pretty much came out. Because Josiah gave me like a pair of the prototypes of the very first one. So I was skating them forever, essentially the whole time. Um, and then I was filming Victor for Volo 3 and probably Volo 2, I'm sure. Because I, I think it was in Volo 2. I don't remember anymore. But, but so so then it was like, I was filming a bunch there and, and kind of just around a lot. And we'd always go skating together with Victor and John. And, and at that time, Jake, this other guy that was helping with ball of three helped like all the intro stuff and mm-hmm. like him and jake did some of the filming and then this other guy named chris helped with all of like the animation of whether it was ball of two or ball of three which was like all the color squirrels all the colors things yeah. yeah and maybe john was living in san francisco at that time actually now that i think about it but so we just started skating more and more together and then it just it just eventually made ball of four because it at that time at that time, Ball was doing well, so he was able to he was able to say, "Hey, do you want to do you want to help film for Ballo, and we can we can pay you monthly?" You know. So then I was getting, I was I think it was it was like fifteen hundred bucks or something, which was it was kind of a lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like for, for skating, I mean that's mm-hmm. definitely money I had ever made. Which 
which was unfortunate because I lived in San Francisco, which was the most expensive city of all time. True. And most of my money actually went to rent, but I was able to live there and, and we were able to have tons and tons of people stay at my house all the time. And, and really all I did was, was skate. And at that time we had, because Vinny had just had his daughter, not pr like slightly prior. So me and Vinny were doing a lot of weddings and stuff together. And that, that was really the only source of income that I had was like we were doing weddings and then, but then I stopped because I didn't want to, I didn't want to like do them every weekend and I wanted to do work on ball and stuff. So I told Vinny that I didn't want to do them anymore and he was cool with it because, you know, he had to be essentially. And, and, and he had a daughter and he had like a family and he had more priorities. And True. I was a gay, you know, which, so it's like different, different priorities. And Definitely. so every weekend now was, was dedicated to skating and even weekdays because I wasn't working, you know, and, and I was getting paid from Balo to the skate and Kazi would come for a month or two months. And so each would come for two months and, and it was great. Man, like I have to tell you, probably I've, I've said it to you, but, but I can't remember that Balo 4, it's one of my all time uh, favorite video. It all the time, like gave me so much motivation to go skate and all that. I mean, even till this day, I'm still watching it because it's, it's pretty cool. The, the, the music that you choose, the people are skating, of course, how you edit it and all that. It's pretty remarkable. I do really love it. Yeah, I mean, those were those were definitely some of the best, some of the best trips that we ever had for sure because we were, you know, doing well. Had my tours and and there was just a lot of a lot of there was a lot of trips and a lot of things that were happening all the time, you know, and and it was great because everyone got to hang out together all the time and 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 you can see it in the in the video, right? Yeah. It, and that was, I guess, that was always my my favorite part about making making skate videos and making things like that is kind of like portraying the same feeling that you'd get even if you're not like on the volo team or whatever but like the idea is universal right so when you're out with your friends who are all 10 years old you still kind of feel the same way and you're like having fun and and it's always great that, that is why i do love volo 4 because you really you really have like the the feeling of you know be I was I was saying that on with Patrick earlier that like, about the, the the damn team like you guys are first friends and then you guys are teammates and in Valor Four you really feel like the, the the friendship between you guys and all that so that is why in my opinion um, it helps me like it gives me motivation whenever I watch it because you know for some reason it reminds me the early days when I was skating with all my friends back in the day or I don't know it's just a feeling yeah yeah exactly. This. so that's i mean that that's that's how it is here too in northern california though everyone here is i mean we skate together all the time and and we don't obviously i i'm biased to brands but also like i'm not gonna not skate with someone because they skate razors or something that <laughs> i like uh, cameron skates rollerblades sneaky skates razors he skates sometimes <laughs> and he skates sometimes he skates them sometimes it's i don't know i think i think you know, obviously, obviously the brands are important and it's important to support the people that you believe in. But, but before the brands, there, there's the feeling. And, and yeah, that's true, true. But we do have a question for Marcelo. First, first, Mijo, uh, Marky from, uh, from San Diego says it like uh, every Valo videos are pretty cool. And then like we have this question from, uh, from Marcelo. He says, um, what is the best trick um, captured by your camera? Was it the Eric Bailey final trick in Valo 5? Probably. 
Well, yeah, yeah, pr- yeah, probably. Man, that was intense, like, right? I was like screaming like a girl, you know, and I was out <laughs> over that day because we had like went, we were in Reno, which is kind of like Vegas, and like we had gone out all night with like you know because there's also all all of the young guys were there and Franco and there's like twelve of us and Eric went to sleep early because he's like I'm trying to get this trick and that, it just, that must be like maybe eight in the morning or really what? early because we had got kicked out the day before when he no. was trying and and it, this is like it's like three hours here so it's not like we can just go there all the time by any means we'll get up really early and everyone's like half asleep and and he he must have landed pretty quick or you know like 15 minutes 20 minutes i left my skates there i think i left like a bunch of poker chips like i was so stoked we just left <laughs> no way yeah that was definitely very very incredible for sure i mean there has been a lot of them though but you know I guess if, if I'm just going to think of one really fast, it's probably that one. There's probably one of the biggest tricks ever done on, on, on skates. Yeah, it's, it's, it's massive. I mean, it's, it's even bigger in person, like way bigger in person. It's fucking like, it's like nipple high, which I can't, I can't even jump on it, first of all. Can't even jump on it at all. And like, not runway, so you can't go that fast. And it's... It's, it, it's a ledge. <laughs> I mean... Like... It's like as long as like, I don't know, the the whole winter class or like half of the winter class skate park, you know, like <laughs> grinding the legs. It's like, you know, from one side to the other, it's it's crazy, dude. Jesus, it's crazy. And it's, like, there's a question also that like anticipate me, um, and I forget about asking you because I was watching Untitled and like uh, that fast light, man. Like, where did you, like, how in the Hell, like you were like, okay, I'm gonna fast like this a uh, big ass drop rail. Yeah, I mean, at the time it was easy, so <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. It was, it was like because I was doing a lot of. I guess that's when fast slides were really popular. You know, I forget who was the the, the first guy who started doing them really good. I guess it was probably like Farmer or no, who who. Who was doing that Haffy, you know, Farmer Haffy, the, those two guys? Because I remember Dustin Latimer did one, but it was it was like on that rail in Sandy, somewhere south. But it wasn't really like held like like when people start. Oh, Gambi. What's up with Dolphix? Mio, we already talked about Valo 6 earlier. And uh, another call? Yeah, yeah, my dad's calling me. Sorry. Oh, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't want to waste your time, man. No, no, it's, it's all good. I'm just going to respond to him on this text message real quick. Uh, no problem. So, yeah, probably uh, I do believe that, like, uh, Farmer did, like, a really good one in words, the slow one. Yeah, yeah, that, that exactly. That, that was the error. That was crazy. That's like a fucking, like, 40 stair or something. Yeah, super, like, super slow. Like, he was, he was like, riding super slow, probably to, to show, like, uh, that he has control. Man, like that fast light was unbelievable. But even yours, I mean, like that one, that rail looks super high, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's extremely high. Like, I mean, it's it's probably like, you know, here or something. But oh but just skate as fast as you can. Then you know, eventually, it's it's like you're going this way and the rail's going this way. And by the time you you jump on it, you know, it could be ankle high. If you, if you just, <laughs> oh, huh? So it wasn't. Uh, 
it wasn't at the time it wasn't that bad i think i think i had done it twice because one time was for the cover of the of the of the thing of of the video and the other time was for i don't know what it was for maybe just just we were just filming i think one time we were just filming the second time this guy named Mike Rafinha was there who was taking a picture damn <laughs> and like gave it to Quasine for for the cover crazy and like talking about the inside of Hermanos, which is like another like film project that you've done, which is uh, pretty cool because you get the same vibe that you were like saying earlier about Battle Four, the, the, the friendship one and stuff like that. How did you guys like, uh, how did you make made the decision to go in Mexico? And, and yeah, exactly. why Mexico? Um, well, because it's the best, <laughs> but also because I, <laughs> Me and Victor are really familiar with Mexico and we had a lot of friends there and it just made the most sense because there was the most connections there. And and the reason why we even started making those, I, I think it was after Vol of Five, but like essentially after Vol of Five, there kind of started being a lot of like, or with, with Volo, we didn't have any more money and we couldn't do all these things, really do trips and things like that. I was, I was just kind of like, well, maybe I'll just try and make my own stuff for a little bit. But because these guys are my friends anyways, I'm going to make it with the same people, you know, but, but then I'm just, it's just not going to be a Volo, a Volo video, but because it's mainly both. And, and John, I think John also helped with, with all these lights as well, because he was always, he was always helping. For the I mean, he also, he also helped with him, him and John and, and uh, aggressive mall were the only reasons why we were able to do shred to your dead, because I think, I think they gave me like $5,000 each or something at the time. So it was like, wow. which, because it was like, you know, we had to rent bands and we had to like do all this shit and everyone on the trip got like 300 bucks or 400 bucks just to eat and stuff like that. So it was like without them, those videos without John and, and uh, Justin, from Justin. Justin, and those videos would have never even happened because at the time I definitely didn't have any money. You know, I, I could make the videos, but I didn't have any money. True. No, awesome. And um, so, like, with that being said, like, are you working on something like Hermanos 2 or Hermanos 2 or something like that? Yeah. Well, I'm not working on it yet, but but I got it. So, so yeah. But I'm going to leave it at that. But it, <laughs> it's, 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 it's from this, the next year, and it was in Puerto Rico, and it was incredible. Wow. Sometimes I take a really long time to put out projects, but you know, it's it's hard to do it all, and it's hard to constantly be motivated. At least for me, you know, and and then also have to work, you know, all the time and in the regular world, and like you can't just like, at least I can't like go to work all day and then come home and work on something personal because I'm fried, you know. So like, definitely, it's hard to concentrate on on every avenue. <laughs> I think but, Eric, Gar Eric Garcia yeah. says. Coming out 2056. <laughs> Eric's Mac is. <laughs> he grew up in the era of Instagram. You know, that's no fair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh... that's no. I'm sorry. I said that's no fair. <laughs> True. Um, so, Ivan, with that being said, it's already like 40 minutes. I don't want to steal your time. And uh, I do really appreciate the fact that like uh, um, we've been chatting and uh, you told me all those things about like the, the video that you've done. And like still, I like, really say thank you for all the video that you 
have done it because they're really inspiring to me. I do really love them to, to get motivation to, to go skate. So super thumbs up for what you've done and what you're doing and what you'll be doing. Thanks, man. Thank you. Well, there'll be, there'll be more. There's, there's more. Just I can't wait. I can't wait then. It'll happen. Okay, great. So, Ivan, thank you so much. I uh, wish you like a, a great day. I'm looking forward to see you soon, maybe here in Italy. Who knows? I would love to. Man, please come. You know, never, it's like. Never, never got to go with Balo. We were supposed to, and then just, just never did. So, one of these days, we'll go for fun to have some pizza. Definitely. Pizza, pasta, whatever. Please come. You guys are more than welcome. Yeah. All right. So, Till next thank time. you so much, Ivan. I'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. Thanks for listening to Blading Chats.